Welcome, everybody. Yeah. To the kiosk corner. We're at the kiosk corner. At the kiosk corner. We're at the kiosk corner. Breaking it down at the kiosk corner. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that Gentleman. in. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> what a great start. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Chaos Corner podcast. My name's Steve. <laughs> yes, yes. My name's Donovan. Um, and today is one of those episodes where we have a special guest. I'm going to let Donovan introduce the special guest today. Well, the, um, the term kind of a local hero. <laughs> is one that it does get used quite a bit, Jimmy. Okay. So, so it's someone that is of note that is from a, a locality. So maybe not everyone from outside that locality might know them, but they are a, a kind of person of note in that locality. So you might, you might have kind of, if you're very perceptive on accents, uh, notice that uh, we are from the centre of England. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you would never tell from this our is very news to me. from our very <laughs> from our very clipped standard English nondescript accents. Right. We're actually from a little place called the Black Country. Um, when you're outside the Black Country, you just call it by Birmingham, because that's <laughs> the only place that people know about. That's true. Yeah. So, I'm from by Birmingham, not far from Birmingham. So it's a place called the Black Country. It's got a very rich heritage, um, and. There's a person that I've known for maybe 15 years um, that is a very talented man. Um, Thank you, sir. And one of my, my first things I want to ask him is, what was the first thing he was good at? But uh, we'll go on to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So it's a gentleman by the name of Matt Lloyd, um, a.k.a. Matt the Barber <laughs> Lloyd. Um, and he is a very accomplished fine artist, among other things. Not Barber. He's a very accomplished barber as well. <laughs> but yeah, we're very honoured and very thankful that he's joining us tonight. Welcome, Matt Lloyd. Thanks for having me on, guys. N pleasure to be here. Corner members, dwellers, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. us, um, yeah. have seen your work uh, because mm -hmm. I do share it quite a bit. Thank you, yeah. Uh, and uh, and we are in, in awe of your fine art work. Um, thank you, thank you. Especially uh, my partner in crime here. Yeah. You were... You said you, your brain was a bit... Yeah, it was... I was, like... Because we've had some really good art yeah, posted on the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. But that was, like... That was... You could tell that that's... Honestly, guys, those do photographs that. just do not do these things justice in yeah. any way. You well, need no, to see you them. need some in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really do. So what am I saying? I'm even better than you could ever imagine. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm better than... <laughs> the, <laughs> think of how good that looked. I'm better than it's the pictures, not even kind of... Yeah, it's yeah. not they're even close. They're just a hint, the pictures. That's it, that's it. Just to, just to whet your appetite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. So, <laughs> we have a great guest, and we're just going to have a chat. Uh, we want to ask you some questions. Cool. And we want to get to know you. Um, and Excellent. then, we're going to share a few things that we're doing, um, and how they kind of link in. Are we going to make him do the intros? It's been a while. Gonna, of course we're going to make him do the intros. I did warn. I did warn. <laughs> has Mr. Been, Lloyd. He has been warned. Good, because the last guest we had wasn't warned. No, well, that, that, was, that was your guest. <laughs> yeah, that was, I have a habit of doing that. Yeah, you're just throwing things on people. So I did say, we, we had planned originally to ask each guest a top three. Top three 
intros for movies yeah. and song intros. Wow. I'm not going to do that. It's too difficult. It's it too is long. Too difficult. Oh, it's yeah. so it's so oh, there's too many to choose from just to wheel it down to three. It's tough. This this That's is the tough. thing. <laughs> yeah, it was so hard. Throw us some music. Music. Favorite um, intros. Oh, intros. You're I mean, a, I'm a big jazz lover. I know. Massive jazz I lover know. and there's a certain little record called So What by a guy called Miles Davis and the intro to that when I realised that all that was improvised on the day that blew my mind after hearing that for 20 odd years and loving it knowing and finding out that it was just all improvised that whole album was just you know improvised on a few notes that Miles just said guys this morning we're just going to just freeform it yeah and that album this is the mood Oh, Go. mate. I know. Just phenomenal. So it's got to be, yeah, that's, so my, that's my top song. one. That's yeah. my top one. So what's a great um, oh, All Day and All of the Night's a good one. The Kinks. Yeah. That's a good start, isn't it? Good. And there's got to be a, got to be a bit of stones in there. Um, give me shelter. Give, give me shelter. shelter. Oh, I was going to say painted black. Oh, yeah. Oh, painted, oh. That's too obvious of being a painter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> being a painter. This is being be a fun. painter. Everyone knows painted black. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, okay. there's a three off the top of my head. That's some good choices. Yeah. Fantastic choice, and he just threw them off as well. Yeah. We were just squirming for like half an hour. Yeah, we... What's your favourite movie intro? Oh, gosh. I just mean, one that sticks out in your head. Straight off the bat, I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit cliched, isn't it? I suppose to say this, but the Goodfellas is a great opening. Hmm? You know, a bit of Scorsese music. Yeah. You know, the way that guy uses music. He likes, oh, he, he's a good at building a mood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Scorsese, good fellas for an intro. That's a corker. Cooler, eh? So, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, lots about you, um, other than what I've seen on the corner. So, <laughs> if you was to summarise yourself just shortly, what would you, how would you describe you? My co- myself. Yeah, you, what, um, yourself and what you do. I'm definitely what's known as an artist. I mean, <laughs> what, what, I was the, an artist. what the kids are calling an artist. I was an artist way before I knew I was an artist. Mm. You know, when I found yeah. out, when I discovered I was an artist, I mean, I just thought I was good at drawing. I just thought I liked to draw. Yeah. I didn't know anything about art at all. Art history, other artists, what it meant to be. I, I never looked From at it. From a technical level. Never looked yeah, at it. Yeah. And I saw the movie about Van Gogh with Kirk Douglas called Us for Life. Right. Saw that one night after a rave and that kind of was a life changer. Yeah. So I was like, everything that I was reading about hearing that it Van Gogh, sense. I was like, that's, that's, that's how I think, that's, that's me, that's me. You just, you have those moments of just, you know, just clarity. And I yes. was like, the next day I just went and bought some paints and started painting. Yeah. And Didn't yeah, it's just the way, I, you, the way I look at the world, the way I question things, the way I try to retain a not a fixed view on anything, so now it's, I think it's all constantly changing. Mm, yeah. Constantly changing. So, Absolutely. yeah, if I was going to describe myself, summarise, just some, that weird artist bloke who, you know. You, you said you <laughs> said something quite interesting there that was um, mm. you didn't know you was an artist before you was an artist. Mm. Um, I think anyone that's in the arts probably has a little bit of that as well. But here's a question. Yeah. How did you actually perform in art, and there's a reason for this question, at school? Incredibly well. I mean, I was, you know, all I wanted to do was draw. So all I did in, in all, through all my classes was draw. That's mm-hmm. why I'm rubbish at maths. Because um, <laughs> I was just drawing caricatures of the teachers constantly, yeah. or my friends constantly. Um, so all I wanted to do was draw. So when it came around to art class, obviously, 
I was in my element. Yeah. But it was, I was met by quite a bit of jealousy from teachers throughout my throughout, throughout my schooling, because I was better than them at drawing, yeah, well, the, the, quite frankly. The reason I asked that question is because, um, as Donovan knows, my brother is an incredible digital artist now, but he started with drawing. Mm -hmm. and he, he could he'd draw a photo of someone, and uh, draw a picture of someone, and it would just look like a photograph. Photo really, it yeah. was just like, yeah. he, and yeah. I'm talking when he was like nine, 10, 11, yeah, 12 yeah, years yeah. old, he was that good. Brilliant. And then, like... He obviously spent a lot of time doing it, yeah? Yeah, or he never stopped. No, he was just obsessive. It, obsessive. But he failed art drastically because right. of the coursework element of right. it. You know, the actual, the bit that seems to give you the most credits. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though it's the least artistic part of yep. the course. Yep. Yep. Um, so he failed art, like Fs, like just did really bad at it. Mm. And yet now makes his living and makes more money than most people. I mean, it's from, a, I've heard that story so many it's times. It's just yeah. so frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, so, so, because I suppose my question was going to be sometimes I feel like schools, and I've had this, I've said this quite a few times. You said they'll be a bugbear of yours, isn't it? Schools get school it wrong system. a lot. Yeah. Like, they don't cater for people well, always quite so well. They're famous for just squashing every ounce of creativity out of, out of you. They you know, squash you into a curriculum. Because you, you need to so fill you need these to tick certain the boxes. boxes. So did you not feel like you were fighting that quite a bit, though, as you were doing it? Yeah, you said I, left, teachers... I left art college. I mean, I left, it, I left art college, my foundation. I left it after about six weeks. So that's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm so, I consider myself self-taught, totally. Yeah. Everything that I know it's about... It's exactly the same. I've taught myself. And I'm still learning. I still don't consider myself a, you know, someone who's got a handle on this. Every painting I do is different. I don't, I don't stick to a formula. You know, I don't think I can. The way my brain works, I don't think I can. I'm interested in that many different styles and approaches yeah. to creating, and I constantly want to try different ones. Yeah. Um, I'm, everyone's a fresh painting, a fresh style. <laughs> and I and I think that is part of the problem with a lot of the education system is you've just said there you don't have one style, you don't have one way of doing it, mm -hmm. doing things. But schools generally and colleges have one way of teaching it. Of course, it. yeah, yeah. They so have, they have targets and KPIs. Course, so they yeah, have a course. curriculum that they need they have, to yeah. set by the state. Of course. This is what a person that is uh, good at maths, history or whatever, they have to fit into this. Yeah. yeah. So no matter how much of a genius they are, if they can't <laughs> fit into that, of course, yeah. they're not they're gonna fail yeah. at this. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's why that's a lot not of art then is that's it? why a lot of <laughs> artists, entrepreneurs, do you mean people in business yeah they drop out yeah because yeah. you can't fit someone mm. with that kind of talent into a box no they I break out of fit it into any box they break <laughs> out of still it don't. and they break out of it and then yeah. they make the the thing that's been created by the state look ridiculous mm. because yeah. they're all making yeah. more money than yeah. the people that got the a's yeah. you yeah. know not yeah. all but it yeah. does happen a lot yeah <laughs> do, you, do you do you learn your full-time living there from just doing art yeah sure i mean i'm i'm Donovan mentioned I was I'm AKM at the barber. I'm still a barber. I've got a question on that. Don't, <laughs> don't give it away. I've got no, a, I can't quit your hair. <laughs> Donovan gets more worried every time he has his cut now. So. <laughs> it's coming back sluggish. Did <laughs> <laughs> you grow that out, brother? Grow it out. Let it grow. I'm growing mine. It took me about four years now. <laughs> I'm growing mine now. So well, you had a question? Though. Yeah. Right. You, oh, cut it, you cut it into yeah, my sorry, question. Sorry, I said, um, I asked you, is, uh, is it, have you, do you do this as a living? Yes, like a yeah, living? yeah. I mean, I've got a little little barber job, just on just one, one a couple of days a week. But um, I've been doing a lot of work for this activity centre in Birmingham. Um, it's a big paintball site, and they did quad in and archery and all this kind of thing. Friends of mine. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and I do all their set design and paint, large painting murals and Wicked. all kinds of stuff. So that's kind of, I can make, make my own hours up, come and go as I please, which suits me. <laughs> and I can basically do what I want there. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've got so much room to just do what I want. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty amazing, really, doing that. Do you find um, that you do the typical artist thing uh, that all of your best ideas, <laughs> all of your best ideas, come to you at like five past midnight when you're about to close your eyes to go to sleep? Oh, uh, sleep. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of this thing. I'm yeah, still, yeah. I'm still yet to kind of get my head around it. I, I struggle I, sleeping. I struggle turning no, my yeah, brain yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I take it you know what I'm exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I literally. Well, Steve doesn't sleep. Yeah, so I, don't, yeah. I am almost robot. I, I um. I, I've said this, you know, you go to bed and you're like, right, I'm time, time to switch off now, switch off. To switch I'm trying polyphasic bed. sleeping at the moment. Have you heard of that? No. Polyphasic. Well, you get your three, you get like two hours in. Yeah. And then two hours, you know, it's another, later on in the day. And then, and you get like, I think you only need about six hours. Yeah. Nikola, in stages, Nikola Tesla and Einstein and all I've these geniuses about, were doing yeah. it. Yeah. Basically, it feels like you just one long day. Your life is like one. It's not separated by all these days. Because your little sleep doesn't separate it from that 12-hour separation. You know, having this big block of sleep. 12 so you can hours, get a, getting 12 hours. You can get a lot more. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably do. Um, I probably go to it's sleep. supposed to have that eight hours. It? See, I don't buy that. Yeah. I don't buy it. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're only properly asleep for like two hours. I don't buy that. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> <laughs> you only get like two hours of actual deep sleep anyway. Mm. And the thing with me is, is when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. You're dead. But yeah. I might only sleep for four hours. Yeah. And yeah. but I will wake up brighter and sparkier than most people, and I'll still be awake last. My girlfriend just witnessed. I don't feel sleep. like I need sleep. I'm she, she's very insistent tired. that we need it more than anything else. Of course, else. we need sleep. Yeah. Like, oh, you need it. Need it's very important. Do you know what I think? You, you need don't more. Need eight hours every single night. There's not enough time. There's not enough time no. for sleep. No. Do you know what I also <laughs> don't think? I I think you need rest as much as you need sleep. Yes. Yeah. And I think sometimes because I'm so relaxed now in what I do. When I was trading. When I was working for the man, <laughs> I was trading my time for a large number of hours that's doing it. something that I didn't like. That's so my it. brain and my body felt constantly drained that's it, course. doing something it was being forced to do. As soon as you become self-employed and you're living, doing the arts like we, like yeah, we do, yeah. it's like my mind is freed up now yeah, to the yeah, point yeah. where I don't, I don't feel stressed about waking no. up. I don't feel... I don't feel angry and resentful that I've got to no. go up and go somewhere well, I don't want joy, to go. it's isn't it, to wake up if you're doing your own, if you're doing what you want to do. But it feels like it gives me more energy. Of course it does. I don't yeah. feel like I need sleep no. as much as I did when no. I was doing that. I mean, does, I'm, does that I'm, like, I'm trying to meditate, to, you know, trying to get deep into my meditation, and you do get a lot of rest from that, you know. A good hour's meditating, you can feel like you've had, you know, four hours sleep, almost. Well, because I would argue that people who do sleep a lot... Mm. Who worry about like the job mm. they've got to go to the mm. next day? They're not getting good sleep. They sleep because no. they, they sleep so much because they don't want to wake up every morning because they're dreading work. It's, it's linked. It's linked to a sort of depression. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, so yeah. when you've got yeah. no energy, I've been you're, there, you're lethargic. I've been there. You're always tired. You feel like you can't get up in the morning, but That's then you it. can't sleep at night. Those are Definitely big. Depression. Those are big mental health of kind of kind of, of arrows. It might not always be the case, no. but they are synonymous. Yeah. With that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it because I've lived it, and we, you know, we, we did a podcast uh, yeah. not that long ago about we're very open about our mental health issues I that mean, we I've, have had. I've you only, know, um, you know, to be quite honest about it, I've only been having proper sleep, um, 
in the past two and a half years since I stopped drinking. I was, you know, yeah. A, yeah, drink is the enemy of real day, alcoholic for twenty years. I was. So. This, is, this is something else we wanted to touch on, like because I'm <laughs> the one thing I think I've managed to do well. We we've managed in my life in that respect is I'm very self-aware, so I know. Mm. I am extremely, and I've said this to Donovan before. I know what you're going to say. Before I you say. have a very addictive nature. Mm. Mm. It's and, a common trait with autistic types. I've never, I've never, I've never, done, I've never touched anything. No. I've, not, I've never even not tried a cigarette. No. And even from a very young age, I recognised. Yeah, but I recognised that as soon as I try that stuff, that'll be it. That's it. I'll go from cigarette to crack in a that. week. I didn't try anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything until I was like 25, and yeah, and then I've tried everything in a week. Yeah, even yeah. to the point where even recently I joked with someone that I was I noticed recently. You really, you didn't see, you've never had a drink. No, 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 I drink. You drink, um, but say. this last twelve months <laughs> I drink more. Yeah, and, just be careful of it. And, and and this is I actually genuinely said this, and I kind of put stuff away. I stopped buying it. I haven't had a drink now for like quite a few weeks. And I was good, like, good, good. I realised I got there, and I was like, this is really easy to fall into the trap because I, I realised I was drinking. The easiest thing. Like, Jim Bean. Oh, I've got a taste for that now. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was like. I'm drinking this every night. Yeah. Oh, easy. And I've never drunk before. Not, not in huge volume. No. But and I'm like, I'm drinking like a quarter of a bottle of this stuff every night for yeah, about three months solid. And I was like, well, okay, this needs to stop now. If you carried on, you'd 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 become to yeah. you'd come to depend on it. Your body would miss I, it. Yeah. Definitely. I felt like I was Definitely. using it to sleep. Though when oh, I was oh, working, it's, it's good. It's good for, for for that for that kind of overactive yeah. mind. It's it's good I'll to just dull your slow senses. Slow it down. That, but it's the not problem is sleep. It's, it's not. It's not. That's the problem. I've used I've used alcohol for sleep yeah, before, yeah. and you feel you feel more tired the next day. Yeah, because it's, a co- it's an alcohol. You're not asleep. Coma. So then you're, you're overdosing on caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you, so so you're not, you're not really asleep. It's an alcohol induced coma. Is what it is. It's not sleep. You passed out. Yeah. Yes. Even if you haven't drank <coughs> 20 pints or anything, it, yeah. it, it helps you sleep because it, it stops you from thinking. Mm. But then that woolly feeling that you get when you wake up, it isn't no. rested. No. You know, so, but yeah. you hear so many of the greats, oh, you know, oh. great artists of the world. That, and do you think that's why? Do you think it's because, like, totally. I find that the only way to shut your Just, brain off what mm, we, is yeah. to try and kill it for an hour? Yeah, yeah. To of stop thinking, the, to stop your brain I from mean, going 100 artists, miles an hour. Artists of you know any discipline, you know they're synonymous with being drinkers, aren't they? Famous drinkers. Look at your poets and you. Oh, I don't you know, know writers. Uh, nah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're the biggest percent of the yeah. lot. Hey, Stephen King must be on some right weird. No, he was. Shit. He struggled. He struggled with drink and substance oh, abuse through writing, his life. Writing's probably worse than rock and roll. Yeah, to be I mean fair. that that blank canvas staring at you, or that you know when you're in front of that piano and there's nothing coming out, or. You know, you're going to write your lyrics and there's no nothing. That block can be terrifying as yeah. an artist. That creative oh, yeah. block, that nothing, that void. So and why, a good filler is, is some substance of... Yeah, get some, something going. Gets, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I was convinced I needed to drink to paint. Yeah. And it's only it's, two years of being sober... You know, I mean, I'm, like, I'm painting yeah. better. Than, put out your best I'm work. Painting yeah. better than ever. Oh, well, totally. it's it's somewhat. Like, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Slash. Um, oh, the yeah. the guitarist. All my fans were massive drinkers. You know, yeah, well, all of my heroes. But funnily enough, actually, I mean, a lot of people might disagree. That I I think his recent stuff that he's been making in the last five years with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators is some of his best work, if not his best work. Is that since he got clean? Yeah. Is this Slash talking about? Yeah. I, I haven't I heard any. Oh, his new stuff's bloody brilliant. Oh, right, I'll it's, look, I'll it's, look into it's that. It's really good, in my opinion. It's okay, some brilliant. of his best work. Yeah. Um, and I think he's actually improved as a guitarist. But 
but then they Jim Cordrugs can never improve. But they an wrote. Artist. But then, but then they wrote. So. But then they wrote like some like Sweet Child. Yeah. Weren't they like all in like coke yeah. comas like yeah. when they wrote that? Yeah. And, and, and Mr. Lloyd, aren't you a jazz fan? Yes, yeah. I certainly am. <laughs> all of my heroes were junkies. All of, every last one of them. Nice. Nice. <laughs> every last one of them. I feel like we need cigars. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, they, they, they kind of come. Yeah, the they, two go hand in hand. Unfortunately, a yes. Without a uh, doubt, it, it, they they can act as substances can act as a catalyst. That's why we lose so many talented artists. You know, yeah. so young. Yeah. You know, look at Mac Miller. The you know last year or the year yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a brilliant, brilliant musician. Yeah, great. Like not just a rap singer. No, no, he was. He very was talented, a yeah. genius. You know. Yeah. A songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. He stood, he stood out massively. His he sound was brilliant, really man. Out. He was brilliant. Such a loss that was, you know. He happens time and time and time and Such time and time loss. again. Of course it unfortunately. does. Unfortunately. Of course it does. So, do you not think that, again, though, like going back to that, it's because he's, I mean, we could talk about that subject all day, course, but just yeah. like, um, just sort of carrying on from where we just left off there. Do you, is he, he's almost like being an artist sometimes. I mean, it can be a detriment to your health. Obviously, we've established that. <laughs> but what? Why do you think? What makes you like that? Like, like my brain just, my brain, like you just said, it doesn't stop. It doesn't no, stop. Mine what, doesn't. And I don't. Mine get, doesn't. And I don't know why. And that's. No. And, and for me, that's where the substances come in because mm. substances help to to block that. Steve, you so, could really do with meditating or I giving d- it a giving it a. Well, if you have time, <laughs> me I and mean, my brother, me and my brother went to London not long ago, and we were working. Give it a try, man. We were working with these, um, some of them were multi, multi, multi-millionaires. And there was a big, massive public speaking company called Success Resources. And uh, there was a guy there. And almost, it's funny, almost every one of these like super rich people, the one thing they all spoke about the most as they took us, because they took us out for a night on Piccadilly you know, Circus and we went out this big night out. All of them talked about meditation. All yeah, of them. Yeah. It's something they all do. And... It, if you look at a lot of successful uh, yeah. people, they're all they all do it. They all do it. And it was really, like, really, you know, at it. You know, you got you need to because you look at your Bill. I'm sure you know Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk. They're, they're doing it. They've got to because they're just super. Elon Musk's brain. Imagine if we think our brains are messed up. Imagine what his I watch, brain's doing. Have you doing. seen the Joe Rogan when he smokes the yeah. joint? Yeah, that was. I watched it this morning. <laughs> Brilliant man. I mean, I love Elon Musk. I do. I think he's a. I think he might be a time traveller. I think he's. You might be a time traveller. I think. I think the people who make the Simpsons are time travellers. Oh, yeah. He's actually been <laughs> in the Simpsons. Something in he wasn't about. Oh, there's about fifty things now they've predicted. It's getting quite ridiculous. Yeah. It does make you wonder. It? it does. No, it really does. And that episode when Elon, Elon Musk was on it. Uh, yeah. On the Simpsons. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is a perfect. There's more going on than we well, know. Well, like the co- like the co- recently the recent ones with the coronavirus, which they did an episode of Kobe Bryant um really? crashing, crashing a helicopter into yeah. a cliffside. Well, they predicted this. Like they, but they did an pre- episode like back in nineteen ninety two. Like a joke like a, j- a, riff a joke. Wow. Like, and, and, and they didn't expect it to happen. And Kobe yeah. was in a helicopter and he's crashed into the side of a, a, gosh, a, a thing. Gosh. And it's like well, this is just messed. Yeah. That's not. It's not right. I, I'm sure they feel bad about it now because it wasn't um, meant to. You know. Have you finished? Anything, have you finished the documentary Twelve Monkeys yet? By the way. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. The documentary. Yeah. Have you liked time travel? I love time travel. And you've not seen Twelve. And you've not seen Twelve Monkeys the oh, series. Not the movie. Oh no, not, not the, the series. series. No, no. Not the movie. Holy shit! Is it good? 
it's the best. All right, because the really film good, was yeah. that good. I thought. No, it's, the it's, film was that good. I was like, series really? Is it gonna? Oh, he goes on a whole okay. tangent. Oh great! Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I can see by your eyes, it's good. Oh, he loves it. I'll oh, give that. A, I'll give that. I would, a, I'm nearly finished. I would easily say that. <laughs> I would easily say, and he's nearly there. That the last uh, three episodes, the last six episodes are the best, but of the whole series. But yeah. the last three episodes might be about the best things I've ever watched ever in my life. Wow. That's okay. a bold statement. That recommend and he oh, is a, he's a seasoned box setter. I'll marry some of that. Ah, Stephen is. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll give that a look, Steve. Thank you. So, what? Obviously, you said you got into it quite young, and you was constantly drawing, and yeah. that's all you wanted to do. Yeah, look, Marvel comics, you know, superheroes. See, I know why my brother used to do it because you know my brother was quite ill as a child, so he didn't like go out quite as much as. Us, mm. so it made him quite a recluse. So that I wasn't was his, interested in no, going out. That was his thing. So what? What? Why do you think that you was led down? God that knows. Route? Just, God knows. Just happened. I don't know. You know, people say I'm not. You know, you're naturally you're born with it. I wasn't born being good at drawing. I've just put you know, fifteen thousand hours of practicing. Mm, yeah, I, I, I was born. I, I disagree. You're born with an affinity for something. I was born with a because yeah, not everyone. A, I was predisposed. That really, really, to want to really draw. wants to be an artist. No, I don't of think not. can do so, it to the level. Yeah, doesn't matter how much. Well, time you're not you put born in. with the talent. Is just the the the, the, the seed, the interested, the interest in a certain area, and in a fascination with something that just compels you to spend all your time looking into it. If you do that, you're going to be good at... You're going to become yeah, good. Yeah, no, see, see you're going I'm... going to become good. I'm 50-50 down the middle of the both, if you're on yeah. this argument, because... It's a fascinating topic. I think it's a kernel of something that is just there. Yeah. Right. A very tiny... So you're talking mustard. genetic? Like, I... I I don't know about. See, this is why I'm on the fence with it, right? And I can only talk from my own experience. But I, I, <coughs> I played sports at a professional level, and now I'm doing music at a professional mm -hmm. level, right? Yeah. Two very ex extreme, very highly. I'm just that bloody good. No, no, but it's very highly competitive, <laughs> and I'm actually quite the opposite. And this is why I sit on the fence. Right. I was nowhere near the best footballer, but right. I worked the hardest yeah. on that pitch yeah. every game. It's I the did the work. most. Yeah. I gave the most, and I got good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Music, however, I just kind of picked up one day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from. No. Yeah. Because I've, I'd never done it before. Yeah. I've got music in me. I've just started. When I stopped drinking, I didn't know what to do myself. I didn't want to paint because painting was so associated with drinking. Yeah. So I couldn't go near it. I couldn't start painting. I just had to find something else to do with my time because I was crawling the walls with all that drink, all that time yeah. thinking about drinking. Mm. Because which was all the time. Yeah. Suddenly that's not there. And I've got all the time in the world. I didn't <laughs> want to sleep. You know, I had all this energy that I had to focus. And my mate gave me an old battered laptop with a version of Ableton on it. Gave me a few lessons, and I just started making beats. Yeah. And that just, if I hadn't have had something to channel, well, have all that energy. Well. I don't know what I'd have done. The reason why we met. All those years ago, yeah. uh, is because I worked in bars, yeah, and you used to DJ in those bars, yes. And your music, I remember those days. Where I do kind of remember them. They were a bit <laughs> very foggy. Unfortunately, they were that, foggy for me too. They were good, <laughs> good memories. Yeah, so that memories. means it was a good time. Beautiful foggy memories. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. But uh, yeah, music for me. What, what I always wanted to ask you was okay. Obviously, drawing came first. Yeah, because yeah. you can't be a DJ at nine. I no. don't think. Uh, and came before the barbering as well. Yeah, yeah. So when did... So 
I remember <laughs> this is a good while ago. We used to see the stencils all around yeah. Wolverhampton. Before Banksy, mate, I was stenciling around <laughs> Wolverhampton. That's a fact. Yeah, no, it's true. That's a fact. Uh, but then the barber shop. When did the barbering come into play then? Because obviously you've always drawn, you channeled your creativity into people's heads. Yeah, yeah. So that was just like and I was then looking for. He actually started working on people's heads. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was creative. It's creative. It's creative. Of course, for it is. a little yeah, summer job I was looking for, and I got the summer job in a barber's. And I started cutting hair, you know. Within a couple of a couple a couple of months, I was cutting hair. And I, I was good at it. And I liked it. I liked the flair. I liked the talking with people. Yeah. And I was good at, at cutting it's hair. Like Bob Moore to my when he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mick the drink or whatever. Mick the drink. It's just creative, isn't it? Cutting hair. It's still. You of course, know, it's creative. One of those fluffy, creative kind so of. So this is this is where I sit on that side of the fence. When I say, when you say, like, are you just born with it? Because. You didn't work hard at Barbara. You, you, you just had a natural affinity for flair, it. But yeah. I think, I do genuinely think that the bit that you're born with when it comes to art is mm. either in, it's either in the eye or the ears. Like yeah, it's one yeah. Of the, it's one of those. Yeah. And it's, it's like anyone could go and buy a 20 grand camera. I know right, exactly what you're going to do. And take a decent picture, yes. right? Yeah. But then my brother, for instance, like again, I can only compare it to what I know. My brother can pick up an iPhone and find mm. a moment and, and, and take a photo yeah. that will outclass anything you've took on that's any it, value it. of any camera. I do. You, you, yeah, I've got a natural eye, definitely for composition. That's, uh, that's it. Yeah, I've that's got a natural I mean. eye. I can take a fantastic picture on a you know ten pound camera. Yeah, and better than someone with that thousand pound camera can take exactly. if they haven't got the eye. You know. Yeah, no hundred um, percent. So you are born yeah, with it to a degree. With, you're born with uh, something. 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 Yeah. It's I think ineffable, I, it's, it's not tangible, is it? it's, it's a think, strange one. I think the thing that you're born with when it comes to art, I think this is going to be my conclusion on this subject, <laughs> is you are born with an ability to look at things from a dis different perspective yeah. to yes. everyone else. I've always, as long as I can remember, always felt like I saw and felt everything differently. Yes, and to, I think we all agree know, on I, I describe yes. I yeah. describe things, I talk about things to people and they just look at me strange. They still do to this day. Yes, yeah. uh, I do. Always had that strange, like different kind of outlook on things. Mm. You know, probing mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> I class it as uh, I agree with you, Steve. Uh, it is a different way of looking at the world, a different angle of looking yeah. at the world. I class it as. And I want to share it. That's why I'm an artist. I want to because I feel so deeply. It's why I DJed. I love yeah. music. You want to so share much, it. Yeah. I wanted to share it. And that's why you always play white labels. As I could, uh, with as you many played, people as I could. Because you played people as I could. Played rare groove. Yeah. Because rare groove is exactly that. It's I rare. Stuff you won't hear it anywhere I, else. I played stuff that no one else. Used to import it from all playing. sorts of mad yeah, places. Yeah. Yes. But that's why it was great. <laughs> Do you <laughs> mean? It was but great. You made me cool because <laughs> I, cool. I used to listen to what you were playing. I used to go and source it, well, you and I used one. to play it on the top of Revolution on the roof. Drink. And people would go, "What's this?" I go, "Well, you know, it's just something I picked up in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> something that Matt picked up in Paris and did me a mixtape for. <laughs> that I'm rehashing now yeah. and, and yeah. using it as my own Don, stash." Donovan, you're welcome, mate. Thank you, you thank you. No, no, no. Well, thank so, you. I mean, obviously, uh, establishing you know like your roots and stuff. At what point did you then go, because again, for me, this was really late, really late, mm -hmm. uh, very recently. So when did you get to the point where you was like, I can do this for a living? I've always had a sort of niggling, I think they call it imposter syndrome. It's a very oh, I've got that in space. I think a lot of artists... <laughs> Unpublished and I still lot, feel like a fraud. <laughs> a lot of creatives do oh, have that. 
Uh, it's a it's a term I've only recently familiarised myself with. Um, that wasn't my trousers, by the way. It's a piece of paper. But I've always had this thing like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. Like I haven't had that proper belief in myself. Okay, so when uh, now uh, I don't, now uh, I have. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> that's uh, at what point then did you reach the turning point where you went? No, I when am an artist. I when I got, yeah, well, no. I knew I was an artist from from that Van Gogh moment. But you were gonna, but you were, you were gonna do it like really the, gung ho. The, al- the like, alcohol. Oh, this, this is gonna be a job. Because I'm an alcoholic, you know. That's another thing. I was apparently born an alcoholic. Alcoholics are born. It's an illness that you're born with. Apparently, mm-hmm. just wait. It just needs to. You know, you could be one. You just wait. For, you yep. could wait for that. You of course you are, that. you're an artist. Oh, when I get, they I, come hand in hand. I'm I've sorry. Already promi- I've already promised myself that if I make it to seventy. I'm going wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on clean and sober now, but if I, if I hit 70, brother, I'm going crazy. It's game over. No, I'm, I'm doing everything. <laughs> but, so it was when, when but you cleaned yeah, but up. When I cleaned up properly, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I thought, right, and when, when I could finally paint, start painting again, after I'd got it out, my, after I'd just ridded myself of that connection with drink, and I'm painting sober, I'm like, right, this is... This is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Do you, do you know? I was, I was, I've always felt I was born to. I thought it was just drawing, but I've always felt I was born to, to do this, yeah. to make art, definitely. The, the, the one, the one thing I worry about getting addicted to, and this is something that we've literally been talking about off air, and I can't r- talk about it too much because of the agreements I'm ravelled into at the moment. <coughs> but um, my worry is I'm going to become if I do do well at it, and mm. I am in a position where I've got a couple of really strange yeah. offers on the table, which I was talking to you about just, I'm worried I'm going to get addicted to the money and forget about That's the art. That's very, very easy to get addicted to. Probably the most addictive one of drug of them all is the, is the dollar. And I think the money messes people up of course it does, more brother. than anything else. Of course it does. I think you've, got money... be, you've got to be very wary about that money, mate, chasing it. As an end in no, itself. That's, that's the thing. It's it's money like, will come if you just do what you do with yeah, passion. Exactly, it, it yeah. will come. But don't let that be the, the focus because that's money. Money change. The, the dangerous no, thing about money, it, in my opinion, the dangerous thing about money is it changes you before you realise. Yeah. So you'll be talking to someone that's what I'm saying, that you've known for years, mm. and they'll go, "You changed, man," really? and you go, "Shut up! I haven't changed." And they they go through. You wouldn't have done this. You wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't do that. And then you go. Shit, me, I really that's have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it does. That's why it's dangerous because you don't feel any different. No. But it changes you no. in ways that are so subtle to you, but obvious to others. I mean, in this world, you, you know? need money. Money is money gives you the freedom it's a to do evil. anything. It's a necessary evil. The, that's but the love of it. money. The love of the money, money is is what you need to be careful about. Which that which is what bit. engineers all I the have, badness. Yeah. I've got this really strange thing, and it is. It, it's, it's, You've got a cream for it. Uh, no, I have this strange thing that. I thought um, you were walking funny. I had, uh, as part of my. Um, this can sound. Oh, okay. So this is going back a few episodes. So, and I didn't talk about what the actual thing was, but as soon as you're here sharing. Um, you're sharing. I, I had um, my problem with my own depression mm. that I didn't really know was a depression at the time, but looking back, do, I know man. it is. I know yeah. it is. Um, was I would have this horrible... I know we all scared. I know everyone's fear of dying, right? Okay, I know everybody's scared of that. You'd be a bit weird if you wasn't. See, I'm not scared but of I that. Would, not everyone but, is, but I'm not no, scared but, of that. No, but I would, I would think about death yeah. all really? the time. Okay. Like, every night of the week from the age of, like, nine, ten years old well. till I was, like, only a couple of years ago. Okay. Maybe even just a few months ago. Had you experienced you losing someone? No. Can I, who did you lose? That's what I was about to say. No who right. did you lose? No one. And it wasn't about losing anyone. Okay. 
it was about it was about uh, the dreams I used to have, and I had the same dream for about probably twenty years straight. Wow, uh, now that's interesting. No, that's the, another podcast. The, the, <laughs> the dream was um, that I would die, and no, no one would know I was dead, and no one would be at the funeral. Okay, so that no one would care that you were gone. Yeah. No one so, had even noticed. So I was living this, and I was um, so I was talking to someone who was a strange character at the time. <laughs> um, she was related to um, some big millionaire mogul guy, and and she actually was talking to me. And I was Do doing millionaires some, just follow you around? I don't know. I was doing some. <laughs> like no, I was doing some work. You know, for, plenty of them. I was doing no. I was doing some work for her, and her husband's a million. He got this big like gold company like they were melting gold and then turning it into stuff i don't know anyway he um as you do yeah he, he I was, was doing like, a bit of that this morning he was one of them that <laughs> paid pay he, he goes into a safe in his house and he's like is it all right if he's i pay he's like, is it all right old I, black country smelter is it okay if i um pay you in cash and goes into a cupboard and pulls out a giant brown bag full of 50 pound notes and you're like you're not gonna Are you pay sure me. Wasn't a criminal? you're like you're not gonna pay me in those yeah well i didn't ask any questions i just took the money and i left Anyway, it was not a nice family. Anyway, um, we did. <laughs> I did this thing with her, and she went. You've got what they call um, the shining. She she called it a, a, a legacy syndrome. Okay. Okay. Um, and she went. That's your, interesting. She said your your fear is not that no one cares. It's you won't be remembered. You haven't You're left. Not left anything lasting. You haven't left anything mm. behind. And what did you say before we came on air? The thing that you really want to do is not to be Le- rich and famous, but to leave a legacy. Yeah. A legacy. Like, one of the reasons why I love what I've done so far with my record label is this week I've potentially changed the life of a 16-year-old kid forever who comes from my hometown. In a positive way, by the way. Yeah, in a very, very, very positive <laughs> Respect, way. Yeah. You know, so, and he's 16 years old and his life's about to get weird. <laughs> you allowed, but in to, a good you allowed way. to say his name yet? Or no? Yeah, Jacob York. He's yeah. potentially on the verge of signing something huge. If cool. he decides to sign it, it's his choice. Yeah. But, you know, he, they're, they're talking big plans for him. Now, wow. The that's and that's great to me because I feel like that's yeah. but the, the record label now is in a position where I've got offers coming in left, right, and center from different things. And one Big of the things, things I just said to you was, was my worry is I've got one that is almost guaranteed money, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then there's my original dream. Mm-hmm. If I go, you've got to follow your if I go to the left where the money is, mm-hmm. I live a very nice life. My daughter lives very good. My family live good. But you have to sell out in the original sense. We about talked about selling out. We talked about selling out on the last show. But I know, I know my head mm. and the way I work. I might have just answered the question to this dilemma here on you the would, podcast. You could change that. No, that will eat me alive forever. Mm. I know it will. But then at the same that. time, I have to think about my family, and, and, security, you know, and security, yeah. and all the things. I've got a four-year-old daughter. If you but, asked your four, if your daughter was old enough to really understand the question, and she she could give you, and you could ask, and you asked her, I know what do you I, want daddy to follow his dreams? She'd see, say yes. So this is what I would say yes. The, I know what the answer would be if she was if she was in that position, and I was saying it to her. Yeah. I know what the answer would be straight away. Follow your dreams. But she ain't responsible for anybody else's life right now. So it's like, but. I could make more money if I follow my dream, but that would come, like you said, as a, a, as you, a byproduct. You've got to live in the moment. It'd Don't be worry like about the future a, it doesn't exist. As a byproduct of yeah. doing good of work. But the thing I enjoy the thought of the most is leaving and then people going, 
Well, DM UK Records was really a label for the art for the first Here's time ever. Here's a list ever. of big stars who they launched. That's it. Yeah, and who they came they started the career. And they came from nothing. Yeah. Like I'm not doing what labels do, where they go and look for people who've already got five no. million followers and all the rest of it. I'm taking people from zero. If you want my advice, and going up, that's the one you should go with. Not yeah, the I big think one. I think I've kind of. Then at least you'll have your soul intact. That soul's pretty important, mate. You don't want to. You don't want to sell out. Give yourself a month to think about it. That's it. Yeah. You don't have but, to like think tomorrow. You'd have to do. But it's hard one, isn't it? It's like let's say. Of course it is, mate. Let's say, for instance. Of um, it is. Let's say, for instance, that. This is. I don't know whether. <laughs> I think I might know the answer to this one. To be fair, with Donovan, but I don't, I don't know. Okay, look, Don. Let's put it to Don, right? <laughs> Your book. Yeah. Gets put into the hands of the right person. Uh huh. And uh, they want to turn it into a Netflix series. They want to publish it. They want to resell it all over the globe. They want to really, really push it. Mm -hmm. You've got to give everything up. You've got to give all the rights over everything. And they're going to give you a set fee of £500,000. No. Not doing it. You wouldn't do it. No. Respect. Give you 500 million, then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's got a selling point. Everyone's, yeah. got, their everyone's got their price. Everyone's no, yeah. no, this we, is why. Yeah. This is why you have we to, have. as a as a writer like myself, as someone in the music industry, you have to have good advice behind you. Yeah. See, but I always said this, and this is the difficult <laughs> thing. It's it's it's, and, and I'm not saying that you wouldn't do that, but yeah. it's really easy to say that you wouldn't do that. When the offer isn't there, yeah, if that check's no, been waved in it's front true. of you, it's true. Then no, it's things true. could and, change. And I've always said that I would easily be able to make that decision. Yeah. But now the decision is there to be made. It's tangible. Uh, it's tangible. I feel yeah. like in my head, I feel like someone's pacing up and down, going, "What That's the? It. Fuck That's do it. I do? What do I good do? Good luck sleeping tonight, Steve. I had <laughs> good sleep. Good, good <laughs> luck sleeping any night. Have, have you got the gym beam ready? Have we got a bottle in the cupboard? He's back on the beam. Other whiskeys are available. Nah, they're not. <coughs> so, I think have one for me, will you, Steve? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll have one for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> well, are you asking to smell Steve's beam? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we'll do now is no, we're going to take a, we're going to take a short little break, and then we've got some more questions for you, cool. Um, cool. and then we want to go into excellent. We dive into your art a little bit. Great stuff. Hello, ladies and gents. We are back for the we second are, bit. The, uh, the second there, uh, the second half. We've had our oranges. Um, yeah. Something I wanted to ask you, Matthew. Uh -huh. um, what is new? What is new? What projects are we working on? What can we share? What yeah. what, you, what do you want sharing okay. with the dwellers? Well, this uh, this project I've been doing for the past four months, I think, over at the Paintball site at MPF, Bassett, uh, it's in Bassett's Pole, it's just in between Birmingham and uh, Sutton Coalfield. Yeah. Massive paintball site, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, we've been designing, developing, and I've been creating with the help of a lot of other people who've built this set, basically. We've built this kind of 1920s Birmingham backstreet kind of area. Was that that Peaky, based on the Peaky Blinders thing? Yeah. Yes, it's a shooting yeah. experience using replica the Webley guns that were made in Birmingham back in the day that they use in the TV show. Yeah. Um, so it's paying heritage to Birmingham's gun manufacturing the old, you know, the, the old days. Makers, yeah, yeah, yeah. BSA, you know, uh, Birmingham Small Arms. Mm -hmm. um, all these are, all, you know, these industries that have that are no, no, no more. Obviously, so we're trying to pay homage to 
to that and capitalise on the the interest in Peaky Blinders, oh, the God. interest in the area that that show is celebrating when people it's, used to shoot each other. Yeah, I know it's just funny one, isn't it? But we love it. It's very very popular. It's really oh, caught it's, it's caught the huge. imagination, hasn't it? Well, it's huge. Know. I'm dealing with a lot of Americans at the oh, minute, it's and huge. it's all they're talking about. They love yeah. it over there. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get Snoop Doggy Dog over here because uh, over over to the paintball site because he's he he announced he's obsessed. He with announced. Uh, oh God, that was a name drop. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not speaking to him, but I've reached out to him. I've sent him messages to him because isn't he's going he, to a Birmingham. Isn't, isn't it Snoop Lion? Snoop Snoop Lion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Lion. Is he still Snoop Lion? The artist shows, formerly known as Snoop Doggy Dog. Doggy Dog. He's a massive Peaky Blinders fan anyway, and he's film, gigging in Birmingham. The artist so. known as Snoop. That's it, yeah. So I'm trying to get him down there, you know, have some fun. Well, one of the things that um, it has actually done, I think the whole Peaky Blinders thing, I don't know whether they realise how much of an impact it's had, because I actually think it's funny that uh, Peaky Blinders came out around the same time, the, you know, the grime scene started kicking off. Mm-hmm. Um, Birmingham, yeah. uh, and then Birmingham literally just starts popping on all fronts. You've got Netflix, you know, like your TV series, you've got... There's just loads of things happening in Birmingham yeah, all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. and oh, all of that seems to have stemmed from the beginning of Peaky yeah. Blinders. Oh, it's really put it's really put Birmingham on the on the like, worldwide map. Not back on the map, definitely, but on the worldwide map. And, and isn't the talk? I, f- I think there's talks of even I can't remember who it was. It was Netflix, BBC, or one of them, of opening up a new um, like centre of you know film or whatever yeah. they call it. Wow. They call it in Birmingham. Okay. Or near Birmingham. Uh, well, film studio. Apparently so. Wow. I've, I've seen rumours of that on the internet. Wouldn't not that would not ago. surprise me. Would not surprise me. I mean, the Midlands have always been a massive cultural creative hub. hub. Creative, massive. creative hub. I mean, we're not. We, we we kind of are known for it, but it kind of gets washed over. We, I was just about to say it's we get over. we get looked down on from London and Manchester and the, the biggest perpetrators. Just reel off the are bands us. and we'll have a contest. The biggest perpetrators, especially when it comes to rock and metal. The biggest no perpetrators. Of looking d- looking down on a, a, a ourselves, a ourselves, you know, people from Wolverhampton, they all, most of them, most of us who've never left Wolverhampton, say we, we can't stand Wolverhampton, we can't stand our voice. What can't we were just talking about before we came back on air. No, no, it's, it's a British thing. It's a, yeah. it's a British thing. We're not, we haven't got the. It's a fabulous. It's a fabulous little place, got. Wolverhampton. I think. Well, really the, th- is. the thing is, melting pot. The thing is, as well, we've um, I when I first started mixing with these of a circle that I've started working with over the last few years. At first, I was, like, trying to disguise the accent. A yeah. tad. I mean, I was doing public speaking as well, so I do have to tone it down. should be proud down. of it now. Yeah, but I had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But now, if anything, now when I'm doing stuff... That's it. I don't, it's cool to be from... I, I don't feel cool like I want to hide... Yeah, it is. For the first time, it's like... Being a black Hang country. on, you're not from Birmingham, you're no, from Bloxford, Yeah, I'm from Bloxford. He's but, black country. But black it's, country. It's, it's kind of become... Cool. It is cool. It is cool. Definitely. In a is really it? weird way. It's is cool. It it's cool. It well, is cool. You know, I it is, love it. it is I cool. love being where I'm from. It is cool. I, th- from where I I'm think from it's from made people around the world realise n- not to fuck. Don't fuck with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we mean business. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I intend to put in my own little way. I intend to put Wolverhampton on the map in the art world. You know, <laughs> my yeah. art world. My art's going to be. You know, people are going to see it outside of Wolverhampton. And they're going to know I'm from Wolverhampton because every chance I get to talk, I'll tell them I'm from Wolverhampton. Oh, I'm, yeah. I love this place. Yeah. I love this place. Definitely. So we've... Thinking about the crime. When, um, when you, obviously, you know, you're doing your work, a lot of our corner dwellers, they, there's quite a few guys who are really talented, quite talented artists. 
Sure. So, and one of the things I'm I'm good at is marketing and selling stuff yeah. online. And I've said to a few of these people, I said, well, why aren't you selling it? And they've gone, oh, well, it's not really worth anything, is it? Or oh, I don't think anyone would buy it. Or yeah. When did you get to the point where you knew that people would want to buy your yeah. stuff? Was there a sale or was there someone approach you? Or well, I've always, I've always sold my work. I've always had people... I mean, I illustrated a book um, when I was like 13, a children's book. Um, I've always, I've always known my, my work had the value. potential to be, Monetary you know, value. commercially viable. Yeah. You know, and when I started painting, I people were buying my paintings, and okay. I started commissioning me. I'm getting lots of commissions. I've always had so, lots. So of that's what I was going to ask. Were you commissioning them first, or were you selling them in some way first? I was well, selling them in some way first, and then yeah. and then getting asked to do commissions. Yeah. You know. So that's most of, most of my output is a commission. Do you sell online, in person, I mean, auctions? Facebook and Insta really is my, are my online platforms, but I don't utilise either to their full potential. Mm. Um, I've got some. I've got some work. <laughs> so went, hmm. I'm lucky enough to have. Met. I didn't look at you, but I just saw. I kind of saw you out the corner of my eye. Just, that's me. That's me. That's my addiction to money creeping in. Yeah, that, is, yeah. that is like. Oh, and I'd be I'd be raking it in. I mean, I'm I'm doing okay, and I'm starting to do okay because I've decided I want to do okay. Yeah, I've I've gone from having that imposter syndrome mm -hmm. to really believing in myself, believing that my work is good enough. Uh, I met someone recently, for, very fortuitously. He was just about to open a new restaurant just outside of Wolverhampton in Compton, uh, Indian restaurant, and he wanted some artwork done straight out of Compton. Yeah. Beat you to it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And he wanted this artwork doing, yeah. and he didn't know it, but he, he wanted me to do the artwork. Um, and so I've done this artwork, and it's been seen by... I mean, it's been open since October, and it's been seen by... Th my artwork's been seen by thousands of people, and a lot of them are, are commissioning me. So I've got a, an, a, a, a regular a, a space to, to show my work, which is brilliant That's for awesome. me. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. brilliant for me. Amazing. So, so one of the things that... Um, that's called Zuma Restaurant in Compton. Fantastic. Vegan. Lots of vegan food. Nice. <laughs> well, the the other thing is, is like, the, the reason I asked that question is because we got people that, you know, we're trying to sell, you know, that yeah. may be considering potentially selling their art. Yeah. Um, and I worked with someone recently, not from the corner, but they're going to join now. I, uh, and he, he, he came to me. He said, oh, Steve, I'm, I know you're good at selling stuff online. Um... I need your help. I've got. I want I'm to, hopeless at selling like, my own stuff. He said, "I want to start selling it online." And I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, we need to create some ads. Like, we need to create yeah. ads so we can hit the biggest audience possible. Yeah, yeah. We need to dive in and find who your demographic is and all that kind of stuff." So yeah. I did all the geeky stuff in the background, and I made the advert work. And I said, "Now, how much do you want to get minimum for the painting?" Or because his was a painting as well, yeah, an oil. Pa you've got oil paintings and charcoal, charcoal paintings, but in this case, in this one individual case, it was a charcoal picture i don't suppose that's a painting then is it? it's like a drawing a i don't drawing, know yeah. yeah so when it was but it was really cool um it was yeah. i'm not into many types of art but that I, I thought i could see someone wanting to buy that yeah anyway we, we kind of worked out that he was going to spend 100 pound on advertising it yeah which is quite a lot of money yeah a bit of a risk but we wanted at least 100 pound for it right yeah. so it was gonna it's make not a lot quid. of money no it's not but yeah. so so we said we got but if if he sold it at the point where the advertising had only spent 20 even. quid or he's 50 quid he's broke it i'm gonna say that's not so, so not it doesn't making anything on that no it, it doesn't matter but the, the idea was he didn't want it to cost anything and as long as someone bought it he kind of wasn't bothered it was his first the exercise thing he was, yeah it was just an exercise oh, and he just went, starting out then that's yeah cool. it was just he'd never sold anything before he wanted no. to see whether anyone would want to buy it that's anyway it. His aim was to try and get 100 quid for it. Yeah. We ended up only spending £36. 
on the advert before it sold. And the good and news sold is? It for £779 something. Brilliant. And we put it on eBay. As does, an he, auction. does he have more belief in himself now? Oh, he's, he's like, a bit more? I think I created a monster with him now. He's like, it, everything's it. up. But he, he, we, put it. It on, we put it on eBay. Brilliant. And we did it as a seven-day auction. See, I've never put anything on eBay. <laughs> we put it as a seven-day auction. We started the bidding price at literally just £20, but we set a, a reserve price of 100 Yeah. Right. So people don't know that, but he's set at 20 yeah. so it's cheap. Um, and then we just let people bid in it for seven days. But while that was going on on eBay, we were advertising the eBay link on Facebook, yeah. show people, cool. Uh, cool. And, and we'd use the title like um, Bidding More on Piece of Art, blah, 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 cool. from artists cool. from so-and-so and so-and-so. You've got to create a buzz, haven't you? You've got to create exactly. that buzz. Exactly. Yeah. And then before you know it, on the final day, he was on about 200 quid and he was buzzing. He was like, I've made 100 quid. I've made 150 yeah. quid profit. Wow, this is awesome. It's amazing. And then literally, within, like, and literally within the last day... Obviously, that's when all the bids start to properly come in then because it's about to close. Yeah. It went from like 200 that's quid it. to 770 something. And he was like... Well, one thing I've started to realise is I've always put a ridiculously low price on my... I'm, I'm terrible at... Well, I used to be terrible at pricing my own work up. Absolutely hopeless. To the point where I'd just say, oh, just make me an offer. And whatever it was, I'd say, yeah, that's fine. You know, I literally couldn't... Like, I didn't believe in myself that's, that's enough. so hard Now, to do, though, I'm just, I've totally changed... Now, instead of saying, I'll do that for £100, I'll say, I'll do that for £1,000. And where I thought before, I'm just going to get known. As soon as I've put my prices up, I'm getting more interest because people know I'm serious yeah. because I'm commanding serious money. Yeah. So people think, well, it must be serious then. If you're, if you're saying, oh, that's only worth 100 it's quid. It's psychological, isn't it? It's psychological. It's a value, it's, a lot you of people, don't put the value in it. People with money will only buy things that are expensive. Yes. They won't even look at things that aren't expensive. See, and this is one of the things I want to get across to the corner dwellers because... It's so true, man. Because... It's very materialistic, but it's so true. Me and Mark... What, you, what they're creating, as you said, is one-offs. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And a piece the, of thing, art the thing priceless. that someone with money wants to hear is, it's priceless. this is a one-off. A no one-off. one on the planet is going to own this. It's exactly. hmm. unique. See, we went, unique. We, when we went to unique. this success... I talk about it a lot, but we went to this success resources thing and there's a lot of people who made a lot of money doing what they love. Right. And anyway, one of these people is like very close friends with like Tony Robbins um, and they work with him and they're around him all the time and, uh. and whatnot. And anyway... We, the, inf- we, the inspirational speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. she... Big she, guy, big she, Big face, yeah. She big said face, to man. me, um, <laughs> she said, how much do you charge you and your brother like for your stuff? And we told her. And everyone in the room, they all just looked at us and, and they were like... Some of them laughed, some of them just like jeer. And they were all said, they were all like, you guys are way too cheap. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, they were like, and literally one of them just went, times what you do now by 10 and you'll be it, somewhere in the right that's ballpark. It, that's it, now you're talking. As a beginner. Well, I've just realised that. My girlfriend, my, my amazing girlfriend, just tried to help me realise that, that you've got to put your prices up and you'll get more work. Because people are going to start to realise that. Hang on, that Matt Lloyd, he's pretty, he's pretty good, man. He's, and you it's know, so true. But you have to, you, you know, you need a bit of money. You know, before anyone could afford there's my scene, pictures. There's Soon a scene in, uh, it's, it's sorry, so so there's a scene so in uh, Frasier. You know, oh, where they're yeah. very kind of, uh, him and his brother, Niles, they're very... Yeah, uh, yeah. And he goes, um, he goes, oh, we, we've got, uh, we've got, um, we've got someone designing the baby's crib. And he goes, oh, right, okay. Yeah, well, when I went to his office, he had a Lichtenstein in his, uh, hanging in his, a Lichtenstein, oh, it must be good. Yeah. Because he had a Lichtenstein <laughs> piece course, hanging yeah. in his office. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's well, the way they talk. It's a very kind of slapdash way of putting it. Yeah. Very ham-fisted. But yeah. that is the, generally the way they talk. I mean, the art market is one of the biggest... Uh, markets that doesn't really... I mean, it fluctuates, sure, but a piece of art very rarely goes down in price. No. In value. 
It only goes up. Yeah. There's a, I mean, people with a lot of people, people. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, sir. Um, with all the people with lots and lots of money, that's what they spend the money on. Okay. Ask him about the banana. Ask <laughs> a real artist about the banana. Yeah. Which banana know. do you want to ask me about, guys? <laughs> what do you think of this one? <laughs> the piece of art, you know, he made the news. He was by the, I think he was a um, Italian artist. Right. Um, a statement piece, and he taped a banana to a. Uh, uh, it takes Just a, a regular banana to the wall with duct tape. I don't yeah. know this one. So, so See, that's artist. how much of a real artist he is. He didn't, he didn't even read about it. He was he's like, a conceptual no artist, okay. Clearly a conceptual See, artist. See, yeah. a lot of conceptual art that just leaves. A lot of it, I think, is a country. Explain it to us. Is a country. Well, the idea, I mean, Marcel Duchamp, the artist, I don't yeah. know if you've heard of him. Did he, he do the toilet? The, he did the urinal. The urinal, yeah. the urinal yes. Yeah. You say urinal, I say urinal. That one. Um, he did that, and he, he kind of opened the floodgate, saying, "If I'm an artist, it's no <laughs> point in saying." <laughs> he said, "If you're an artist, anything can become art. You know, put into a different context, you mm. can make people look at." I mean, that's what Andy Warhol did with pop yes, art. Of course, he was yeah. getting the every day. He did the banana um, first. He was he was getting the every day. Yeah, he was getting the every day. You know, the Campbell soup can, the Coca Cola, putting it on and making us. Once you saw that Warhol, once you saw Pop Art, you never went into the supermarket and saw, the, saw it the same again. You made yeah. everything into art, you know, which was genius when you think about it. it took me a while to get my head around Pop Art, but when <laughs> you think Steve's about it... Steve's sitting on his hands. It's it like, is genius. Yes, but is it art? It's, but a, it's, it's but questionable. A, but, but a banana you know, strapped to a wall. It sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. But I mean, how? I mean, how could you buy that if you wanted it, to buy it? it well, or someone it someone did buy it, and then uh, how could you and buy was that? it for a couple? k something like that. Yeah, and then at the banana, and they ate it. Again, that's a statement, isn't it? That's I mean, like burning money. That's people just showing off about him. Yeah, that, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, mate. Okay, I think so. so other type of art I want to ask him about because <laughs> I've been waiting for this subject for a while. Because <laughs> I have. See, I look at your stuff and I go, "That's art, mm. right?" Thank that you. Elvis picture you did. That skill. He's not stopped talking about that. It's brilliant, right? Okay, so you get. I'm going to describe them as dickheads. <laughs> Why do you keep looking at me when you say that? <laughs> I'm looking for approval of my oh, wording okay. because I think I get told. What are you going to say next? <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so they splash a bit of paint on something and go, "That was my expression of yes, blah uh, blah 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 blah." Yeah. and it's like you just flick some fucking paint at a. It can look. It can look and sound like a lot of like a lot of hogwash. Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock, I get. I Jackson get Pollock is a classic example, isn't it? Jack yeah, the Dripper. Bollock, not you know, but he was he was definitely <laughs> Jackson Bollocks. Yeah. It, Jackson Bollocks was definitely the real deal. <laughs> I mean, he was the real deal, whether or not you like his stuff or not. Um, I mean, I know a lot about Jackson Pollock, and he was he was a, a, the yeah, real no, okay, deal. Yeah, well, yeah. He was an artist of. But there's I, I amazing was, importance. I was watching this. Uh, I, I just always remember <laughs> being to, to a museum at a school. Oh. The fact that we're talking about this banana guy. Though, this is what is we said. Wasn't this it? is what we said. Yeah. This is what we said. You know. Like, yeah. But again, though, is that just taking the mick out of art? Those in like, oh, these mm. aren't people. Like, is that guy even an artist? Did he just do it to prove that anyone will buy anything? Well, maybe that was a statement. I, I don't certainly know. couldn't say anything based on 
one thing. I'd have to look at lots of his work yeah. and look into it before before what I made any into that piece? many. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't like Tracy Emin. You know, the girl who did the, the bed, bed the main bed. You know, I thought she was a, a hoaxer. I thought she was a total scam artist until I really looked into her yeah, work. Yeah, but like even to me though, as someone who looks, at I art love her now. I love her work. Though. At least though, when you look at that, you could go, "Oh, is that just like a depiction of people are really busy?" Chaotic blah blah lifestyle. blah. It's like it's chaotic lifestyle. You don't even have time to make your bed anymore. You know that kind of thing. Those kind of standards have slipped out the window over years. You know, that kind of thing. At least that can start asking some questions. But yeah. it's a banana strapped to a wall. I don't get over it. Steve cannot get over it. Did the artist, I mean, was there an artist statement attached to this poxy banana? Because, you know, you have to, yeah. you can't just stick a banana to a wall and go, there. That I did, I, I did an art. I did an art. Look, <laughs> now look give me lots of money. Art. <laughs> I just arted. I just arted all <laughs> just over this piece. That's it. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but then it's I, a fascinating area, isn't it? You yeah, know, what I, I just remember, art. I just went. I remember going to. <laughs> I remember going to a museum as, as a kid and going. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Do, I could definitely do that. Yeah. Anyone could do that. Yeah, so I that's could, not art. I can train my four. I that's could. Well, I don't even need to train. I don't even need to train my two-year-old. All two kids are artists, though. All kids yeah. are natural artists. Yeah. The real deal. But this, They're this, pretending this, that's real this art. This one was someone just accidentally knocked over the paint. Well, that's and m- fell that's, onto that's the canvas. M- that might be the way it might have looked. <laughs> it might have looked like that. And they they named it the accident. I mean, my favourite artist. My favourite artist, Jean Michel Basquiat. I mean, he draws like he drew and painted like a child. Intentionally, intentionally, he wanted to get that urgency and that immediacy that a child has, that a kid has. He's never been, that's never been told anything about art. That kind of that that raw, true expression. Basquiat did that. I like Basquiat. A lot of people can't stand his work. Think he was a con artist. Think he was scruffy and messy. And <laughs> I don't work. think you'd like it. <laughs> but, but as an artist who can actually he makes make a lot stuff, of money, his work makes but, a lot. But of as money. an artist who can actually make stuff look like stuff, yes, do you not I can just do. think that shit? And they made loads of money from no, it. No, I don't. No, <laughs> I no. don't. It depends. <laughs> what are you trying to? What, what, have, what do you want from this thing? <laughs> it grooves me. It's crap. It all depends. It's it's, <laughs> it's arts, but it, it, it is, totally depends on it, the. It's the same as music. On though, the person, it? on the on the artist. Yeah, you know. no, it's the same as music what though. It's all. Of, it's all. Of concept albums and atonal. Yeah. You know, these bands that were doing some really weird stuff in, yeah, in yeah. the 70s. You go, that's not music. I love that stuff. <laughs> I love You're that. Losing battle here, Steve. Yeah, we are it's talking, about, we are talking about something which is purely subjective. You know, appreciation no, exactly. of art. No, exactly. Yeah, you can't thing, really yeah. put a price on a piece of art. It's worth as much as anyone's prepared to pay, pay for, for it. it. Yes, and that you was know. the conclusion that we did come to in, yes, in the yes, podcast. Yes, and it is it is up to everyone. <laughs> but it was it, it's it's just a fascinating one because it is it like is. there's certain things that you would look at and like I look at your stuff and I just go, well I could never do that. It don't matter how much I practiced, don't matter how long I spent yeah. doing that. I could do that now till the day I die I'll never do anything that good. Yeah. But that there I could do in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, and thank you for saying you, but, you think mine stuff is the real deal. Thank yeah. you, sir. But you know that's just that's <laughs> what makes me feel like some stuff isn't. Sometimes I think that some people just like to see what they can get away with. Of course, yeah. Like a big there's a song we t- we talked about this. Is it a Beatles song? <laughs> there's a Beatles song <laughs> when I ripped Beatles one day. Um, it wasn't the Beatles. You ripped it was, Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney. Um, sir Paul McCartney. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, who, as a music lover, I should probably love, but I just don't. Anyway, it, there was a Beatles song, Come Together, that was it, it's Come Together. It's one of, it's my only song of the Beatles so that, I, intros, that, that I like, yeah. yeah. Oh, the intro, the intro my, to that. one of my list of the intros. The intro yeah. to that is a corker. Yeah. But have you read the lyrics? 
Yeah, they don't make any sense. No, I've never said that. And then this is what I was on about. It's like, I think it gets to a point where some people look at the world and go... I'm going to have a laugh at you. <laughs> let's see what we can get away with. See what we with. can get away with. The stupidest song we can write. Yes. Yeah. But, but so dumb, and let's, let's see whether someone's dumb enough to pay loads of money The Beatles for it. at that stage, you have to link it back to substances as well. Yes. They were, pushing, they were, they were intentionally trying to push the envelope of They, they what might music not have been was. thinking completely clearly. <laughs> I <want to> know, <laughs> when they wrote the song. I think they were. They were, they were, opening, their, they were opening their minds on purpose to... to, to we all live on a... I'd question yeah, how many times... the Yellow Submarine might have been the I, one where you're thinking... I'd yeah. question <laughs> how many times I've ever been on a Yellow Submarine. If you do enough acid, there are, there everything are certain, becomes a Yellow Submarine. There are certain artists, and this is why it's interesting, you can talk about it forever... There are certain artists that you feel are of value and some that you don't, but you can talk about it forever. Yeah. So there are... You're a musician, Steve. Uh, I've dabbled in music. I wouldn't call myself a musician. But then I'm, not when, a, I'm not a musician. But when I wouldn't you, call myself a musician. When you, sometimes you'll look at I'm someone... I'm in training. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a trainee uh, polymath. <laughs> um, so when, when you look at someone like... Okay, a story about Beethoven. Right. And yeah. when you read something about... A story about him, then it makes you go... Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm pretending. I don't know. Yeah. So Beethoven started to lose his hearing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of to in the middle of his career, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the last pieces that he wrote, one of his most famous yeah. pieces that he wrote, yeah. he was almost completely deaf. Completely deaf. Yeah. So what he got, what he asked his guys around him to do was to cut all the legs off his piano. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. And he put the piano on the floor. That's it. And he composed the second half of his one of his masterpieces, lying on his stomach, wow. listening to the vibrations. That's it, the vibrations. That is a real artist. That's <laughs> a real artist for you. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a real artist yeah. for you. No, but you can't say taping a banana to a, a, no. a white wall no, is no. any no, less I don't inspiring. Think, I don't think Banana Man in, in <laughs> Beethoven. I know. I'm just trying to wind you up now, Steve. But that, that, that's, that, that's impressive. Yes, of course it is, yeah. But... Some people are into classical music. No. I can't understand that. No. Because it's, it's incredible. <laughs> but but it's some, again, some it's people subject, yeah. Of course it's, it's subjective. You'd think it wouldn't be something that beautiful you'd think everyone would love. It's yeah. the you pinnacle know. of music. I could say to you, Mr Lloyd, that some people hate jazz. A lot of people do. Say they <laughs> and hate those jazz. people are stupid. <laughs> no, jazz, no, jazz, no, jazz, jazz was invented by a room full of people that couldn't play. And they all just decided to start now playing. Listen. They all started. Now to, now they all started. They all started. You started out as friends. They all. They all started. They all started playing at the same time. Outside now. <laughs> they, they went. I'll this tell you podcast what, is over. They could. Okay, maybe they all could play. Then let's say they were all really good musicians, but they couldn't agree on what they wanted to play. <laughs> like James. That Batman. could have been it. That could have been it. There's a line. Sorry. There's a born. line in The Simpsons where Lisa's playing a jazz with this band, and there's a couple sitting watching. It and the guy's looking really disaffected. And he's going, "What is this nonsense?" And the woman goes, "You have to listen to the notes that they're not playing." And he goes, "I could do that at home." Classic, <laughs> classic, classic. It's, it's a good comeback. It's but a very easy musical genre no, to, I do to like, take the mick out. No, of no, 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 no. I do. Gen- I do. I mean, you did it earlier, and you're like, "Nice," you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do you like. Know. I do like jazz. It, in like. It, it's, I, it's don't, I, I don't listen to it, but I, 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 I respect, it's so difficult today. There's lots of jazz that I can't stand listening to. You know, lots of jazz that is too much. I'm, cu- I'm currently into thing. jazz fusion dance music. Yeah, at the yeah, that's the best the thing, baby. Four year old got well, me into this that. This is well, yeah. Jazz is massive at the moment. There's some re- young, 
vibrant artists making jazz at the moment. The fusion French stuff is what I it's, was obsessed with. The Saint Germains you know, of this world, yeah. obviously, and then. My you got into it very recently. Yeah, my little four-year-old. I was like, I've been listening to that stuff from like. What's your four-year-old Oh, and I think she was just messing around with my iPad, and she managed to find this playlist. And I've come in the living room, and there's proper dancing yeah. around the living room. And I was, I was like, <coughs> What are you listening to, Miley? And she went, I don't know, but it's dead good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> And you went. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I was like, kids got taste. Fair she got play. taste. Yeah. So she's my little prodigy. She's learned two. She learned two chords this week. As well, and she like genuinely yeah. remembers them as well. And like she can do you it. know, when the next day when you text what's her, she, and I'm like, what on play, piano? No, on, on guitar. guitar. So I was like, play an E minor, and she, she went, and she went and straight. She went straight to it, nice. and then she did nice. an A straight, and she remembered from the day before. That's when you like, should learn, man. When you're four, that's yeah. when you I should I, learn. I wish I did. Oh, and me, and me. Music, languages, anything like. While your brain is supple like a sponge, that's when you learn. I know. One of the one of the things that um I've been saying a lot lately is I wish because you know when you feel like. I think a lot of people stop doing things and following their passion. We talked about this before because they feel like they're maybe too old now or they've left mm. it too long or whatever. But I, I wish I knew at 19 mm-hmm. how young I feel at 34. Like, because I don't even feel like I've started yet. No. Well, life doesn't begin till they've raised the age now. It used to be 40, <laughs> yeah. it's 60 now, okay? So I haven't even started yet. I'm just, pre- I'm just getting myself Still. ready for the big game. Yeah, and when and it's funny because no one mixing like in, no one mixing with these other circles of people that are already like, are quite big in the industry that I'm trying to get into. Well, they're it sounds all, like your life is probably about to start. But so. they're all way older, mm. and it's like they've only just started making money in like the last four or five years. Yeah. So what they're saying to me is, he's like, oh, like you're chasing this dream and stuff of money and as a producer or this, that, and the other. He said, I'm 60 now, and it's only in the last five years I've been making serious, serious wow. money. But I've been doing it Life since I was. Life begins at 60 now. But, I've been, told but, you. but, I've, but I've, I've been doing it since I was 18. Yeah. And it's like sometimes your break just comes a bit later. You don't have to. Well, you reeled we off a list. There isn't, a, a, there list. isn't a, this end point. We always no. seem to be thinking, I'll be happy when. Um, us, us as humans, we always seem to think, well, I'll be happy when I've achieved this, when I've got that amount, when I've got that, that. But it's not, you know. Yeah. It's, it's the, the journey. It's the, it's the, it's the journey without sounding corny. It is the journey that's important, not yeah. the end result. But also, like I look at my, how young my parents are at fifty-two. That's mm. odd. That's young. Uh, fifty-two, fifty-three, and they. they they're still, like my dad's starting uh, like a new side business project at yeah, fifty-three yeah. that he's doing from home because of the power of Facebook. You can nowadays. Yeah, of course. They are young. I, 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 yeah, that's no, but young. like you're thinking now, like that the world has changed so much. So I work with a woman who who runs a, a a live channel on a website which she knew nothing about she started it at 63 wow. right and she teaches people how to bake brilliant right and she charges a weekly fee on it's a amazing. website oh it's amazing i mean this you know social networking how connected we all are because we, you know i know it's there's a lot of bad things about it yeah which we could talk about all night but it is a, a, fa- a fascinating time to, to, to connect with other amazing. people. Well, yeah. when the UK government and well, the foreign governments were trying to shut Facebook down a few years back, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, for all the wrongdoings that I'm sure Facebook have done, <laughs> did make one statement that said, do you realise that in Britain the effect of... Because they were on about how much tax they pay and stuff like yeah. that. Anyway, do you realise that... That's the only reason why there's money. They didn't like, get their cuts. They're you, not getting their cuts. Do you realise that Facebook has created more new businesses in the last 10 years yeah. than there has ever been? Wow. 
Is that right? Wow. Yeah. There's more self-employed people across the world now than there has ever been by some astronomical figure. It's entrepreneurship. It, it, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's because now you can start a business on Facebook with no money at all. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's amazing. You don't need any capital. It's an amazing platform. It, it truly is. I mean... And you can have any yeah. job you want. Yeah. So, like, if you want to create art, you can genuinely make a living from it now. Yeah. If you want to do a podcast talking nonsense for an hour once a week... You can make a living from yeah, that. It's yeah. it, it's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. When when you realise exciting times these are what exciting. We've, what we've got at your fingertips and people don't quite realise it. Yeah, very it's cool. totally it, great. Okay, so you've mentioned a few of your favourite artists uh, or, or artists that you respect and like and stuff. If you had to pick a favourite, who should we go and check out? As a as a non art like. I mean, I just mentioned Mark that we are. <laughs> I just mentioned him, Jean-Michel Basquiat, Donovan. You I know, know Basquiat. You know Basquiat. You're gonna have to spell that for me, though. <laughs> Basquiat. Basquiat. Um, he's he's amazing. He wasn't around for long. I mean, he was one, he's part of the twenty. He's one of the twenty-seven the club. You know, he died. He's the first black artist to ever really achieve notoriety and make a make a name for himself. You know, art up until that point was a, a white man's club. You know, basically. You know, there aren't many. Oh, there weren't many women. Like there weren't many women involved in art. Mm. Uh, well, you know, yeah. it was just white men, and young Jean-Michel Basquiat, who loved art from when he was a young boy. His mum used to take him to the to the museum of modern art and all these museums. And it was just all white men, all white people. And he I thought, hate white I'm going to start painting. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely, so, no, I genuinely, I've said this. These paintings are history <laughs> lessons about black history. They are fascinating. I recommend you look into yeah. Jean-Michel Basquiat. Okay, I will have a look at that. But I genuinely do hate white people. I, um, like, I'm white, for any listeners that don't know. And it, it, it's, I'm actually it, black, but I've just got pale yeah, skin. Yeah. The, 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 I, it, I'm staying out of this. It's, every, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, uh, no, it, it is like, because I'm, I'm working. All right. Uh, there, uh, there is a reason why I say that. Okay. Obviously, you mentioned. I about, really well, hope so. You, you, you <laughs> say, obviously, the, it, up until recently, women couldn't do certain yeah, things. And they're still going on in parts of the world now. Yeah, You're yeah, saying yeah. there's uh, black people couldn't do certain things because of course, they're white men yeah. controlling. Um, and now I'm working in the, the music industry. And I, I, I add a young black guy mm-hmm. who was um, with me only a couple of weeks ago and we had a meeting and he was trying to tell me how they want to do things and I'm like, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. And 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 he was like, well, yeah, but why? And I said, well, you need someone better to represent you when you go to the thing. I'm not saying you can't be black and go to the table, but you've got to act in a certain way. Yeah. You've got to learn in any type of um, negotiation situation. You've got to learn to mirror mm-hmm. the, pe- the people that you're with. You have, yeah. And he couldn't do that, this one particular individual. Right. Anyway, and, and I said to him, and, and as much as this pains me to say, I was like, but you, the, you're going out publicly online. Mm. Slating old white men, yeah, because right? that's, that's what he was doing. That's what he was doing. They run your that's industry. Not do that's that's who you're trying to get the money out of. That's yeah. not <laughs> going to do many favors. Is nah. it? Yeah, and you're no. like, that's who runs the industry, and that's why I say I hate white because it yeah. is like it is so still. It's it, a monopoly. It is still so controlled. We we like to think we've moved on quite a bit, and we have. To we be, have, yeah, yeah. To, but not at the top. Well, if you go further, if, yeah. if you go high enough, it's still the same. Yeah, yeah it's exactly the yeah. same. And anyway, how do we get on this? No, but 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 because I think it's it's true. We were talking about basket when we being the first black painter to really, yeah. you know, and, make a name for himself. But yeah. I but I think going back to what I said earlier about helping people from my own area, 
There's um, there's kids, there's rappers. I mean, there's some fantastic rappers in the world. Oh, there's so much talent, raw talent out there. There's so many, like, and you see these, you see these rappers, and then they obviously then get into trouble, or they do that and the other. And I was watching a uh, program. It was one of Louis Farouz. Yeah. And they got this Great. one guy. They got this one guy, and he was actually really trying to make a proper go of it, like be a rapper and help his community and all the rest of it. And he was actually doing quite well. And the week of doing that filming, that rapper then gets shot and dead. Right. So he's got his, his neck, and he was trying to do things right, yeah, and yeah. trying to help the community and all the rest of it. Uh, but the one thing that was. Um, Is this in America? Yeah, it was in America, yeah. yeah. And it was just. It's, and it's just. It's like you imagine, because that's the best kind of rap. It's the best kind of art. The, the stuff that comes from the street. Yeah. Or from the roughest areas. Or well, the, Basquiat, the, the biggest was, Basquiat was literally living on the street, you know, when he was discovered. He's, yeah. He didn't have any money. That's normal. He was homeless. He was, he just had this well, raw, they, they really raw talent. His work with Brooklyn hip hop. Yeah. Because it, it came yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. He know? was there at the start yeah. of hip hop, you know, he made one of the, produced one of the first rap records with Ramon Z, and mm -hmm. he was there at the very start of such a. This fusion of music, post-punk, yeah, pre-hip-hop. He, he was right Even Madonna. there. Madonna. He was right there, yeah. Well, because exactly. of that level of control and rich versus the poor and all the rest of it, it just imagine how much great art we haven't seen. Oh, gosh, because I know, of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Because and how, how much great music we'll never hear? Because, you know... It's pretty sad. <laughs> it's Why can't we all just get along? Because <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> it's clear. History tells us we just can't. We're only, we've only been around. If you look at ge you know, oh, geological yeah, yeah. time, we've only just turned upon the scene, man. We're brand new. We're, we're brand, brand new, new, baby. And we won't last much longer either because we'll have <laughs> fucking wiped each other off the face of the planet by the time we're Well, we're, we're doing a good job of that. We're working yeah. yep. but, but that is also, like in its, in its way, we are poetically artistic with death. Well, it's a fascinating subject, isn't it? You know, it's a fascinating subject. Our own mortality. The only thing that us three guys now can be sure of is that we're going to die. Mm. We don't. We can't be sure about anything. Sorry to get morbid, but we can't be sure about anything else. <laughs> not really. Not I really. Find the apart from pill. apart, you know, we are going in this corporeal form. We're yeah. out of here yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever happens after that is open to debate, isn't it? And I but think that's the mystery. That's why it's always going to be spoken. It's about. great. It's great. That's so, because we don't know. That's what makes it fun. So, so when um, like that goes back to what I was saying earlier about leaving a legacy. Mm -hmm. Do you do you hope to do that with your art? I've always known that I would. Since I was a little kid, I always know. My mum has always kept every one of my drawings from when I was born because she said, apparently, I always had something, even my little sketches. I was all there was something about my drawings that everyone who's seen them said I was special, air quotes. So <laughs> I've always been told by everyone around me that I was really good, really talented. Yeah, and I could see the the joy that. Well, that's it, good that you had. It that was giving well. joy. I could see people ma making people happy. I was realizing my little drawings made people smile, made people yeah. laugh or smile, or you know, and that made me feel really pretty good about myself. Yeah. And he does. Drawings used to make people laugh as well. Is that dope? Is that dope? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a dope again. But um, that makes it sound pretty selfish and self-serving. No, 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 it doesn't. No, I genuinely I like to make 
people happy. But we've you're not an artist if you haven't got that in you. You're not. No, no. no. You know and, I mean? and doesn't what's the point in doing it? Exactly. And doesn't doesn't you know the mean? fact if that you don't want to share it yeah. doesn't doesn't the fact that going back on when we was talking about drugs and alcohol and things like that doesn't the fact that you thrive off of even though you do it not knowingly. You, you thrive off dopamine, which is essentially like a hormone slash feels like a drug. Yeah. Like, you thrive off that. So that's not surprising then that so many artists... Of course it's end not. Up of course it's not. It's, you know, it's something that all artists should be warned about. It should be screened at school. At early <laughs> age. Hang on, he's showing up all the traits of being an artist. Don't ever give this bloke a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from it. Uh, it's an interesting subject which we could talk about. Because we are a different breed as artists. People who are, you know, who are born artists creatives are, are pretty much inclined to want to experiment with changing their perception you know because it's all about perception isn't it okay closing statement <laughs> what i was gonna last question there's people gonna be listening to this podcast who may be thinking about trying to pursue even if not just as a, not maybe not a career but they want to at least start putting their art out there to share to share it. Like we've had people who have been very scared about putting their art, even mm. just on the wall. They're not even trying to sell it. They just want to put it to the people to see. Yeah. What would you say to those people? I mean, there's there's lots of groups on Facebook, you know, artists. No, groups. there's only one group on Facebook for that. No, there's just the one. <laughs> Apart from the corner. <laughs> I mean, it's a very important on group now, on Facebook. Uh, there's lots of groups on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you got your Instagram. I mean, they're they are brilliant platforms and you start following other artists and you can join these groups and share your work and get feedback of people from all over the world. You know, I've seen, I'm part of this artist group on Facebook, artists trying to make a living and there's some stuff on there which is really, really poor, you know, and it's not good. And I'm kind of, <laughs> I thought she was going to say really, really good then. No, there is some good stuff on there but I don't see that much good stuff. Stuff that really floats my boat is, yeah. I can look at, if I look at a thousand pictures at, on my Pinterest, just flicking through new art, new art, new art. I'll probably out of a thousand, I'll probably look at a hundred that that really, yeah. you know, prick yeah. my ears up. But the fact that people are willing to share it and give it, but a it's go. brilliant. Yeah, there's platforms now where you can share. You can share for free to the world, basically. So, so as know, we say, get it out there. As we say every week, give it a go. You never. That's know. my advice. Give it a go. Give it a go. You might get that bit of feedback that will inspire you enough to carry on. You know, and that's all we need. That's all. That you, you need that pat on the back from someone that, like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty good. Be prepared to get a yeah, of course. You, ex you're exposing your soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exposing like your that, soul. That, that, guy, that guy who reviewed my song that once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it can it's be all publicity, baby. Gone, it's all publicity. I thought it was. Just... Was it a not a favourable review, darling? Uh, the words were, <laughs> "This is effing shite." Right. <laughs> Don't worry about and it. I, and I just sent him a message about saying, well, thank you very much for your constructive criticism. Considered and well <laughs> You're considered. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've, got, you've got to be able to take those. When you're putting oh, yourself out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you're you putting your soul on display, you've got to be prepared oh, to take yeah. a few kind yeah, of, you I don't know. care. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, uh, I wish more people could be like that. I wish more people could just go, okay. You've, you've got to be brave to be an artist who's willing to, put, prepared to put the stuff out there. You've got to be, you've got to be thick skinned. I think also it's important to remember though that a lot of people who dish your stuff probably couldn't do what you do anyway. A lot of it's out of jealousy, isn't it? A yeah, lot of negative yeah. trolling and stuff which done out of jealousy, isn't yeah. it? A lot of it is. So it's been a really interesting it's episode. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. I could us. carry on. What, this I know, is, is this over? I've got to go we, all we, night. We, we've done an hour and 20. I've got a can of Red Bull. Let's go. I, uh, hour and 22. I think this might be the longest episode. Okay. 
by, uh, right. by about two minutes. Okay. Um, so you've clocked You're up the longest episode. just sit in silence and make sure we've read the record. <laughs> two. Holly Fitzgerald will be angry now. Um, it's been no, a pleasure. No, it's been great. So don't nice forget, to... though, when listening to these podcasts, you can you, know, you can pause them, come back. Don't forget to finish them off. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for coming along. Awesome. You're, You're like. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, guys. Fantastic. Thank you, Matt. To the kiosk corner. <laughs> the kiosk corner.